0: In today's show, we're going to talk about simulators. Hi everybody, Enzo here, Race Driver Coach Show, episode 26, I believe. I'm back in the UK. We're on the wind down now, part of the season. There's only a few more races left for anybody. Most people have finished and... This is the time of year when we do videos about pretty much anything we can, just to keep the ball rolling, to keep you training over the winter period, to set up next year. So that's why I thought it's a good time, and I've had this question for ages, but it's a good time to talk about simulators. Now, simulators, I believe in. I believe they work. I use them to help drivers prep for weekends and even debrief sometimes, and especially which I'll go into in a moment, but especially to work on the mental aspect of the driving, because you can reenact scenarios and bring out the worst (laughs) in drivers. So I love simulators, uh, help set up a simulator in Silverstone, the iZone one, and that's going great. That's success, and I'm happy for them boys. They're doing a great job over there. So if you haven't been, go visit them at Silverstone in the UK, of course. Um, So yeah, Let's just get to the question. This is a question that came to me from, who was it? Josh. Enzo, a few questions for you about simulators. Number one, if you are good on a sim, does it mean you are good in real life? Number two, can it help my driving? And number three, is it really worth me being good on a sim? No, yes, and yes. That's it. Good night, everybody. Thank you for watching. See you next time. No, no, not really. That's really what I want to say, though, is no, yes, yes. Firstly, the first part of the question, if you're good on a race simulator, does it mean you're going to be good in real life on the track? Absolutely not. And it works both ways. I know some, what was that? I know some great drivers, some of the world's best drivers, but they suck on the sim. They're no good because there's no feel to it. It's all all digital. It's all looking and taking in information a different way. And if they drive through feeling, they're screwed. Or it takes a lot of adjustment, and they've got to be patient to learn. And the opposite way, I know some great simulator drivers and they're not that good in the race car. They're really good at the simulator and they could have a job there all their life doing that for an F1 team or whatever. But they're no good on track because, well, it's obvious why. Fear factor. The fear factor and the feeling that you need, the two Fs they're missing from a simulator. Even if you've got movement in the simulator, it's still not the same. Even if you've got somebody punching you in the face every time you crash, it's still not the same as really crashing. The violence of a race car when you're in it, I've always said, especially a single seater, I've always said it's like being in a barrel and you've got three people smashing the hell out of that barrel with baseball bats and you're on the inside. That's what it's like constantly if you're really pushing in a race car. And that's distracting. And on top of that, in this barrel that's being smashed out the hell out of it, you're going through a corner at 120 miles an hour, hanging on, being told by somebody, the engineer or the coach, that you can break a little bit later, or you can power, you can go through flat. It's a whole new story compared to when you sat in your bedroom on your little homemade simulator on your desk and just steering. Okay, you understand the the, the mechanics of how to go through a corner, a race line break straight and all the principles like that but when you throw someone into a race car and you've got all of this realness all this real consequence comes into it and it changes the game all of a sudden you can't access that knowledge all of a sudden it's happening too fast and you've spun and your confidence is knocked so yes a simulator driver could learn how to race a car if they had enough time of course most people can this beautiful sport that we live in, if you, if you put in enough time, you can actually become quite a competent driver. That's the way it is. It's not like a sprinting thing when you, if you, you know, you're a certain age, you're too old or whatever. Racing's not, not, not like that. You can pick it up, learn, you just got to do the mileage, do the kilometers, do the laps. So yeah, and in, in some ways, a simulator, right? Say if I was to say to you, walk along this curb right on the edge, okay? So you've got about six inches to play with. Just walk along there, a bit like this curb. You get to the end, you say, well, that was quite easy, Enzo. I can do that all day. Fine. Now, I'm going to give you a bit more width. But this time, do you know that, um, that plank path that's in China, slapped on the side of the mountain, and there's a 7,000 foot drop? You've seen it before, right? Now, go and walk along that with as much confidence, without being strapped into the, the chains that are attached to the side. A whole new story. When there's consequence involved, things get a bit scarier. You tense up. You can't access well. You're accessing different parts of the brain. Now it's fight or flight or freeze. The three, the three uh, receptors are the three ways that you respond to fear. They come in constantly, and then you've got pressure from cars behind coming past and making mistakes, and you know it grows from there. So, <laughs> so no, if you're a, if you're a great sim driver, it doesn't mean you're going to be good on track at all. It doesn't even slightly mean it, but it can do. You've got people like Jan Maderbro who Pretty damn good on track considering they came from the PlayStation GT Academy. Which, if you're struggling for money and you haven't got any racing experience and it's still going, I presume it is, there's a scholarship called GT Academy, Nissan, go for that. You never know, you might be a race driver. Number two, can it help my driving? Yes, I've already slightly covered that because I use it as part of my helping drivers prep. They go on the simulator, we drill them, right? We make sure they do drills that reenact reality. That could mean putting someone next to them. That could mean putting them on iRacing where you've got, you've got a bit of consequence there because your score gets hit and people are fighting or racing against you. Or it could be, right, we're going to go out, we're going to do a, make sure everybody's watching, even their competition at the simulator. You're going to do a qualifying session now. One lap, out, park it. And that's all you get. And you can actually see, you can actually recreate, Make it so. make it feel so realistic that the same mental hurdles that drivers have in reality, they creep up when they're in the simulator, when people are watching them, other drivers. It's all there, it's familiar. Say if, you, say if you're the kind of driver that buckles under pressure, we can help make that whole simulator experience very pressureful. And you're in there and you've got the same things that come up that when you're in a race car, so you can reenact them. That's when I really love, I really, really love simulators. Plus you can learn the circuit, that you're going to if it's a good one and you can practice certain techniques kind of if the model is absolutely spot on the car model the circuit model the tire model you have to go to a good one but actually in saying that if you've got a similar car on iRacing I just mentioned it and the circuit is pretty damn good on iRacing and you spend a few hours on that before going to the circuit to the race weekend it's smack on and you can you can practice things like your vision which is what they do at iZone, right? They really they laser you. They show you where to look as you're driving and things like that. So there's loads of techniques. You can do, even do racecraft. You can even train that. So, yes, I do believe that simulators have a lot of uh, credit for you preparing and helping you get better because it costs so much to do laps. If you want to, you know, just say it's going to be the same condition every single time I go out. I know it's going to be dry on the uh, simulator. I can just practice and there's no difference in wind. I can just say this is definitely going to be the same each time I drive it or on that particular day. It's all down to me to access more time to drive it in a certain way. So, yes, I do believe simulators definitely have it part of of your training regime. And number three, is it worth me being good on a sim? Now, this is really interesting because maybe 10 years ago I would have said not really. But now, now it's becoming an opportunity. Like the GT Academy, you can get into racing through it. There's competitions now. Again, on iRacing, I saw that not long ago, I think it's still on the website. And you can see here, there's a competition run by McLaren. And that's to become their simulator driver, their official one. How good's that? So then there's a big shootout and you can get a nice job at the end of it. That gets you into racing. Now, I know a lot of drivers that have, even the ones I've worked with, like the Brendan Hartley, Richie Stanaway, Nick Yellily, uh who else was it? Sam Bird. These four are doing great in motorsport right now. But all four of them, at one point, have been employed by an F1 team to be their sim driver. So they just call, them, so the F1 calls them up, F1 team calls them up and says, can you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the simulator? Or can you sit in our simulator as the Grand Prix is actually on, uh, and we'll run you alongside with it. And then after the race weekend, we'll do again to see if what's, what data we've got from the race circuit actually is uh, applicable to the simulator. And then we'll adjust. So they become very important. F1 teams are using simulators a lot. Now lots of other teams are as well. So if you're good on a sim, it's a great way in. In fact, Nick Yellerly pulled a great one. He was with Force India, they needed a driver at short notice to test the car. And he was like, I'll do it. <laughs> Who else knows the car? Because I've run the system in the simulator already. I can. Ju- you can just bolt me in and I'll be fine. Plus, he's a competent driver. He's a very good driver, very fast and very competent. So they were like, well, yeah, why not? Let's get him in. And he got a day or two, I don't know what it was, of testing the F1 car. That would not have happened if he wasn't a simulator driver for that team, for Force India. So that's really interesting. It starts to become now a way in for drivers that haven't got much money. If you're like pretty much one of the best in the country that you're in, or even in the world, can you imagine that if you're dedicated to it? You're one of the best drivers on a simulator, then you've now got value in motorsport. And not only that, esports is becoming big, as you know. And they're earning seven fig- six figures. People are saying seven figures, but I'm just going to keep it at they're earning six figures, the top ones now, through sponsorship and actually through prize money, and just for appearing, just for appearance money. And that's interesting because motorsport, F1, are on board now, and a lot of other championships. They're becoming a bit more prominent in esports. So if you're really good at it, you can enter the competitions. There's always one going on and there's always a fancy prize at the end. They put you on a stage. Everyone's against each other. There's a quarter, a semi, a final, and you work your way up and you get a good name for yourself. So again, if you can't afford to race and you're thinking, how am I going to get my buzz? How am I going to race? Then you can do a lot worse. It's better than being a bloody getaway driver for a bank (laughs) robbery. You can do a lot worse than being a simulator driver who's very, very good and earning money that way. And you never know. You can even have like a, a media thing that, uh, that follows you, an article that says, we're going to take this simulator driver and put them in a car just to see as an experiment. That news story will never get old, not for some time anyway. So it's a, it's a way in. So I do believe, plus F1 teams are hiring, they're paying good money, by the way, for sim drivers, for people that are really good. They're paying excellent money. More money than you get in the, it's, it's way over the average wage, let should just say that, just for being their sim driver, sitting in that room, being with the team, Go into the race circuit now and then, maybe even testing the car. Even if it's on an airfield, it doesn't matter. It can be your way in. So, yes, I would say don't spend all your time getting good at it. If you know you should be finding sponsorship, making deals, and racing, obviously don't waste too much time on your sim racing. But if you've got nothing else, you think this could be my way in, then dedicate time to it. Do a couple of hours a day and really take it seriously. Esports. Are becoming serious you just have to if you're a bit older you have to get rid of the old mindset of it's a computer game it is a computer game by the way we call it simulated because it's closer to reality but it's a computer game nonetheless so yeah get over that and think to yourself maybe there's value in doing this maybe if I get really good at that it can transfer over and it can so I hope that answers your questions for me simulators are great I use them I go on iRacing I suck because I go on there and I go straight into a race and I haven't got used to it and I crash straight away. So I'm not the best person to actually talk about this, but I know what I use them for to help drivers get better. I think I'm going to use them for a long time and they're only going to get better themselves. So they're going to get more realistic, virtual reality and everything and the sensory simulations we can do now and actually even heartbeat monitor and how you grip the steering wheel, all this is involved. So I love it. So yes, Josh, I think you should uh, get better in this area if you are driving uh, and you can't afford to race. Get into it and everyone else out there. Use simulators because it's a cheap way of racing. It's a cheap way of learning your craft and it's a cheap way of getting this better. So you can perform on demand and perform under pressure. Okay, send me your questions. It's going to be a long winter. I'm going to pump out these videos still. I'm going to continue to do it. Send me your questions and I'll see you next time.